G'day everyone, Rob Russ here, and in today's Go All In exclusive, I'm solo, and I'm continuing the discussion and building on the mindset training that we started in episode two. On today's show, we'll uncover the secrets to build a never-ending stream of motivation and commitment. These are simple strategies that are going to get you moving, and when you couple them with the BFS and the start, stop, continue drills, and I'll tell you all about those on the episode, you'll be on your way to succeeding at whatever you decide to go all in on. Let's get started. G'day everyone and welcome to Go All In Exclusive. If this is your first time here, welcome. It's great to have you here. I know you're going to absolutely love these exclusive episodes. My guests and I go deep on these shows. We go deep into mastering the art and the science of going all in. And these podcasts have been created and they're for you. And the idea is to shortcut the path to the success that you're seeking. Make sure if you've got a question or some feedback for the show that you reach out to us via the Ask Me Anything page. And you can just take a little peek at your phone right now and the link to the AMA is right there in the show notes so you won't have to go digging around for it. For regular listeners of the Goal In Exclusive, if you're back for more, welcome back. It's great to have you here. And as I like to say, I love our repeat offenders at the Goal In Exclusive. Thanks for your loyalty and thanks so much for spending your precious and valuable time with me here on the podcast today. Remember, my guests and I are here to serve you, the listener. We want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts and your opinions about the topics that we're discussing. So make sure you connect with us via the AMA page. Also, before we kick off today, don't forget to grab your free copy of my best-selling masterclass called Master Your Mind and Go All In. It's worth $149 and I'm giving it to you for free. It's my best work and inside you'll find over 15 years of entrepreneurial experience coupled with my 10 years of military experience all condensed into nine modules, nine video-based modules, that is, with over four hours of content. And you can grab your copy at goallin.com.au forward slash referral, and you can find that link also in the show notes. Alrighty, let's get into today's show. Well, good everyone. I'm excited to be sharing this content with you here today because there's just so many myths that I want to dispel. And in the process of doing that, this is going to help you to close the gap from wherever you are and get you to exactly where you want to be faster than you ever imagined possible. You might know that that's one of my favorite sayings and I love that because it's true. Now, as you know, one of the great equalizers that we all have as human beings is time. Each one of us has 168 hours in our week. So why is it that some people are able to perform better and achieve more than others? Well, are they more organized? Are they smarter or are they just faster than you? Who knows, really? People ask me all the time, Rob, what is the common denominator when you talk to people on your podcast about going all in? What is it that is the great equalizer? And after a I guess a couple of hundred interviews now, so a lot more than that. Uh, What I've discovered is the difference between people that are able to do stuff and can't 
is their mindset. And the common denominator on people who go all in is the way that they think about and approach their life. But it's also got a lot to do with their motivation and commitment, which is pillar number two that we're going to be discussing here today. So that's something that I'm really excited to be covering uh, with you as well. Now, before we go any further, just take a little peek at the show notes and right there at the top of the link, just under the Ask, under the Ask Me Anything, under the AMA, is a uh, link to the Go All In website. And I call this I call this your 168. So time is the equalizer, right? But how do you know what you're spending your time on? So I want you to click on that link and pop over there. And at that page, you're going to find a calculator. And that calculator is going to show you where you're spending your time. It'll take you like about 30 seconds to fill in the thing. And then you'll see how much spare time you've got left at the end of the week. You'll see how much time you're wasting on things that maybe you shouldn't be wasting it on. And it's just a little reminder that time is the great equalizer for everybody. And you're probably spending time on things that you shouldn't be or doing things that you that you just not moving you towards your goals. And we all do that. We all know that. But most people wonder why they don't have any motivation or they can't commit to something. And part of the reason that we all struggle with that very point is because we just don't know what we're spending, it, what we're spending our time on. It feels like, oh man, I could just never get there. I can't get there. I, I don't know why I can't get there. I've just got no time to do anything. And this calculator, this simple calculator that will take you 30 seconds to fill in will highlight for you what you're spending your time on and it will give you, it'll give you a solid Solid starting point is what I like to call that. So make sure you pop on over. Just have a little link, have a little look at the show notes and the links right there for you. So nice and easy, no opt in, no cost, no anything. That's from me to you there. Now, as we know, no person's mindset is permanently fixed. You can learn absolutely anything that you put your mind to. Your level of motivation and commitment is completely determined by how much you want something. Parents tell their kids all the time that they can be absolutely anything they want in, the, in their life. And that's because it allows a child's mind to be free from any type of constraint. So if that's true, and we all do that as parents, I know I'm, I've certainly done that with my children. Why is it then that adults fix their mindset and they become stubborn and they refuse to learn, or they fail to grow, or things are just too damn hard, or you've got no time to do it. Why is it? Why do you develop a fixed mindset like that? Well, it's hard to say for sure. There's probably thousands of factors, but what I do know is that all of that can be undone. If you decide to step through the door and go from being average and having that average mindset of it's all too hard, I've got no time, I don't know how, I can't learn it, to the elite mindset, of you can, you will, and you have to, then you'll discover a whole new world that resides on the other side of that. Now, there's a, there's a really funny test out there, which is a, it's a pretty cool reminder, actually, that your mindset is not fixed and you can do, be, or have whatever it is that you want. It's called, this clever psychologist came up with this test and it's called the marshmallow test. You might've seen it before. If you haven't seen it before, again, I'll put a link in the show notes for you so you can check it out. Check it out. It's really cute. It's really funny. So the psychologists have these kids in a room and they say to them, you can have one marshmallow now if you want, or if you wait a few minutes, you can have two. 
they then leave the room and the cameras are watching these little kids sweat and it's so cute it's the cutest thing ever and it's a reminder that you can master your mind you can master your impulses and you can have everything that you want both right now and in the foreseeable future especially if you decide you want to wait just a couple of minutes for that second marshmallow. So that link is right there in the show notes. So make sure you check that out because it's really cute and it's a really good reminder that you actually don't have a fixed mindset, that you can change, you can learn new things and new and good things can happen for you. Now, I love this topic of motivation and commitment because it's at the very heart of the Go All In philosophy. And when I created the Go All In podcast and the brand and the show and everything that went with it, I wanted to tell stories of everyday people and understand what it was that they did to succeed. I wanted to understand what was going through their minds when they made the commitment to go all in. And I discovered that many people go all in on all sorts of things and they did it without really even thinking about it. I just committed and stepped off the edge and went for it. And some people, some people have been very, very deliberate and they plan every single step before they get started. Most people I've discovered are somewhere in between on that spectrum. So let me ask you, how do you commit to things in your life? Do you dive in head first or are you more methodical and plan it out? Perhaps you're one of those people in between. Either way, it's important to develop your self-awareness around the topic of commitment and particularly a big commitment. If you say you're going to go all in on something, that's a big declaration that you're making. So you need the self-awareness so you can better set yourself up for success when you do decide to make a big commitment to go all in and commit. It's really important that you know how, how you tick and what it is that's making you tick. Taking that stand and declaring to the world that you're all in on something is fun. It can often be a life-changing when it works out, and often there can be huge disappointment associated with the declaration, especially when things don't work out. Now, like all of you ladies and gentlemen listening out there, I've been on both sides of that ledger, but I've never let my failures get me down or prevent me from getting excited about something new and having another crack and going all in again. I understand that failure is part of life and it's not the end of it. And if you look up and out and share your failure with the people that you with people that you know, you'll find that their struggles are often worse than yours and sometimes people will say to you, "Oh man, that's nothing. This is 100 times worse than that. Check this out." There's always someone that's failed harder than you, which I always find a little bit amusing. Some people say to me, the ability to pick yourself up and go again is resilience. And I would agree with that. But I would also say that in order to be able to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and go again, you need an elite mindset. Failure can be devastating sometimes, particularly financial failure. That can be really, really hard on people. And being able to pick yourself up and and go again and have another go and take some more risks takes more than you just stepping off the edge and doing it. You really got to get your head right and got to have the right mindset in there to do that. And for some people, failure is the end of the road, but it's just not. And I want to 
give you two really simple drills that you can use immediately right now and implement and execute on these things and make them part of your life straight away. I want you to I want you to take this away from the podcast today. And you might remember early on in the first couple of episodes of these Go All In exclusives, I said that I wanted you to take away at least three things from every podcast. And if you only ever listened to 10 shows and you took 30 things away, you'd have 30 new things implemented into your life, which would be moving you much closer to your targets, much faster. So the first one I've given you today is the 168. So make sure you pop on over to that link and do that calculator. Use that calculator. Take your 30 seconds to do, and it's just a really good reminder of what you're spending your time on and what you should be spending your time on. Now, the next two should become, and I want them to become part of your daily habits. This is what I teach my coaching clients. This is what I use to to help people when things are not going so great. I call them the BFS drill and the start, stop, continue drills. Now, Let's start with BFS. It stands for body language, focus, self-talk. Now, when things go wrong in your life, what you need is you need some tools that will keep you focused and on the path. Otherwise, you'll feel overwhelmed and give up. So think about your behavior and think about how you've given up on things in the past. You go ahead and you know rewind it just a little bit, go further back upstream with me and say, you made a commitment to go all in on something. You're excited. You told the world, you put five Facebook posts and 10 Instagram posts up there and you told people that you're going to do this once and for all. But the minute it gets a little bit hard, you're like, oh man, this is so hard. I never thought this was going to be this hard. You feel that overwhelm and you're ready to give up. And letting yourself off the hook when you know you should continue is just the hardest thing in the world. And it feels like, that's the feeling that I call, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. (laughs) There's no way to shorten that. If you feel like you want to give up because it's not really worth it because it's just too hard to get there and you can't see yourself there, but you made this giant commitment to actually do it and you said you're going to do it once and for all. It's just a really hard place to be emotionally and spiritually as well. It can be really hard and you feel like you're letting yourself down and letting yourself down like that is not a pleasant feeling. So here's how to use the BFS drill coupled with the start, stop, continue drill. And the idea is that If you're feeling like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, we need to use these drills sooner on. Don't let yourself get to that point where you're feeling that overwhelm. Before you get to that overwhelm, just check in in with yourself using these things periodically when you think it's appropriate for you. If something's going wrong, I want you just to stop. Just stop and take a moment to recognize your body language. Is it down? Do you have like slumped shoulders, something didn't go right. You're sitting at your desk. Do you fold your arms? Do you slump in your chair? Do you have that sinking feeling in your stomach? Are you sooking about it? Do you feel like you're feeling sorry for yourself? Or are you standing tall, sitting tall? Are you upright and ready to tackle whatever's coming your way? So that's body language. You want to, if something goes wrong, stop immediately implement the BFS drill, body language, focus, self, and awareness. And the first thing, recognize your body language. What's my physical reaction to the bad news that's coming my way or the bad thing that's just happened? Next is your focus. So what is it that you're focusing on? Are you focusing on the problem or are you focusing on the solution? Sometimes people just have it all out of whack and they end up focusing on the problem. And if you ask them about the solution, it's actually pretty simple and if you get them to focus on the right things, you can get 
you can fix your body language, you can fix your focus and your self-awareness really quickly and your self-talk really quickly. So let me ask you, when things go wrong, do you focus on the things that go wrong or how you handle what it is that goes wrong? Well, I think we know the correct answer to that. Next is focus. Excuse me. Next is uh, self-talk. So S, BFS. How are you internalizing the problem? Are you beating yourself up about the problem, saying to yourself, oh, God, I can't believe it again. This has happened again. I can't believe it. I thought I was over this. I thought I was past this. All of us have negative self-talk inside of us, and all of us do that without even realizing it's a subconscious reaction. I think it's part of your ego protecting yourself, right? But if you can recognize that there's a problem in front of you and stop, you can stop that negative self-talk before it starts. So when something's gone wrong, you fix your body language straight away, get up, stand up straight, stand up tall like you can tackle the world, any problem that's coming my way, you're focusing on a solution, not focusing on the problem, and your self-talk is, all right, this has gone wrong, what are we going to do about it, how are we going to fix it? So that simple BFS drill is just such a simple way to recognize what's happening with your feelings, but for some reason, people just don't do it. And I I think it's a lot to do with the reactive nature of our day-to-day activities. You know, I would hazard a guess and say that most people go through their day, 99% of their day on autopilot. And because things go wrong all the time, they kind of just shrug their shoulders and deal with it and just walk through it. But if your results are not changing for yourself and you're not getting a different result for yourself, then you need to start doing some different things. You need to implement some different things for yourself. And one really simple drill is this BFS drill. So what it does is it brings a level of self-awareness to your to your physical body. And it also it also helps you to understand and recognize how you're feeling in that moment when something's gone wrong for you. Your body, your subconscious mind and your ego can all work against you all simultaneously sometimes. And what you need is a tool to help you to stop and recognize what's going wrong. And BFS body language focus and self-talk is that dead simple tool that absolutely anybody can use. Now, when you couple the BFS with the action points of start, stop, continue, what you've got is a combination of mental tools that you can use to get yourself right back on track just within a moment. So BFS helps you to recognize how you feel and what's happening to you internally and the start stop continue drill is a conscious rationalization of what to do so what is it that you need to start doing fix your body language for heaven's sakes stand up straight don't worry about it what are you looking for refocus your attention and correct your self-talk next what do you need to stop doing cut out the, the the bad body language stop feeling sorry for yourself and stop focusing on the wrong things and stop with the negative self-talk Start, stop. What do you need to start doing? What do you need to stop doing? Finally, what do you need to continue to do? By now, it should seem obvious to you. Cut out the bad stuff and do more of the good things. Now, it seems like a really simple tool, but BFS coupled with start, stop and continue are an absolute winning combination. And your ability to pivot quickly in the face of adversity will determine your levels of motivation and commitment, and it will determine how long you stick with something, especially when things get hard.
Now, as you know, declaring that you're going all in on something is the motivation that gets you started. I love it. I love doing that. I love saying that. It's a fun thing to do. It feels good. And once you've formulated that decision in your mind to do something and to get started, it feels like the rest of the things that you need to get it done will fall into place, right? So sometimes the alignment that you feel just is just awesome. That's why we keep doing that in our lives because we move towards the things that feel good and away from the things that feel bad. But I think we all know things don't just fall into place, right? That's just not how life works. And the reality is you just can't maintain the level of motivation that you had when you started beyond the initial decision to get you started. It's just not possible no matter how big your cause is. So that's when your discipline and your commitment come into play. So being motivated and getting started with something is really great, but the reality is things get hard quickly and all the motivation in the world is just not going to help you. And what I've discovered over the years of being an entrepreneur and being faced with these circumstances myself and then working with hundreds of clients as well is that everyone I work with, and I'm I'm included in that everyone because I work with myself every single day, every, I'm always really motivated to get started. When something new is around the corner, I go at it like a bull at a gate. And when I onboard a new client, particularly a coaching client, I always find that they're really motivated to solve the problems and they're really ready to get start. And people always have the best of intentions. That's just normal. That's just human nature. But it's very common, very, very common. Probably 85 to 95% of people, their commitment fades quickly. As soon as things get a little bit tough or there's a small roadblock, people tend to let themselves off the hook and opt out. So as we're talking about motivated motivation and commitment here, this is one of the core pillars of your success. How do you stop yourself opting out and letting yourself off the hook the minute it gets a little bit hard? Because it happens all the time. And the common denominator with this behavior, the common denominator that I see is that people let themselves off the hook because they just go, ah, ah, it doesn't matter don't worry about it, I'll I'll try something else or I'll try again later or don't worry. It's really offhanded and they let themselves off the hook, I believe, is the reason for it is because their why just isn't big enough. Now, when I work with clients to stop themselves letting themselves off the hook and giving up, I now take them through a process that I'm going to share with you in the next podcast and that's going to ensure that your why is huge and you stick with your initial commitment. And the minute it, it gets hard, you're just not going to let yourself off the hook. So if you, if you know that your reason for doing something is bigger than you, it's more important than your bank account, or it's a cause that you're fighting for that you believe in, then the motivation that you feel should be strong and frequent. But It shouldn't require motivation if you have a giant cause behind you and a giant why behind you. And it can be really hard to pull that out of people. It can be really hard to find that for yourself. So let me ask you, like, what is it that you really want? Okay, so I've got that in my mind's eye, Rob. Well, why do you want that? Well, I want it because of A, B, and C. But you don't currently have it. Why not? You mustn't really want it bad enough, big enough, 
or you're waiting for something to happen in order to go and get that. What are you waiting for? Life's happening happening to you now. Well, it's a it's a generalization. I get it. I understand. But the reality is you don't have what you want right now is because your whys are just not big enough. And you do have what you want because you really wanted the things that you've got right now. That's the reality of it. Now, if you work the process correctly and you have a big enough cause to go after and a big enough motivating reason to go after that cause, there's one thing that I know about it and it's this, and it's a bit of a double-edged sword. You're going to have some really high highs when things go right because you're excited and you're happy and it's just a really good thing, but you're also going to have some really low lows. So you're going to need a really big commitment and you need a solid plan that you can stick with. I'm going to help you with that in the next podcast as well, in the next episode of this series. The dichotomy of creating a huge why for yourself and creating a big reason for yourself and and looking for all of that is you're going to have really big ups and you're also going to have really big downs. So many people will say to me that you've got to have the motivation to get started and the discipline to continue, but I just don't believe that exact statement because after many businesses myself, many failures myself, and many successes as well, and working with hundreds of clients, I see it all the time. People just stop because they couldn't be bothered. So what can you do when you feel like that? When you're, you find yourself letting yourself off the hook and you realize, hey, my no, my why is huge, but I just don't feel like doing it today. It's just too hard. I can't get there. It's not working. What can you do to stop that from happening? Well, you can do the BFS drill, stop, stop, continue drill. But sometimes that's not going to work for you. I'm, I'm a realist. The tools that I'm giving to you here are not necessarily going to solve all of your problems. One really simple thing that you can do if you feel like you're lacking motivation to get started is just to start. That's the really simple answer to it. And you know what? The, the simple things actually work. It's good to be excited and motivated to get started, but think about how hard it is to get out of bed on a cold winter's morning and go jogging at dark o'clock. The hardest part of a commitment like, like that is not jogging. It's, not, it's getting out of the warm bed. Now, the trick to getting out of that warm bed and, and making that happen for yourself is to have your stuff ready the night before and you get up, make a commitment to get up as soon as your alarm goes off with no delays. It's the perfect example of how you, you're not letting the start stop you and you're not waiting for motivation to show up. How on earth could you be motivated to go jogging at five o'clock on a cold winter's morning? You can't be motivated to do that because you were just asleep like 15 minutes ago and now you've got your shoes on, you're outside running. You just started, you went and did it. And then once you get going, the motivation shows up for you. You know, that's a, a physical example, but it's true in many aspects of our lives. I'll say it again because it's really important. It's the start that stops most people. So don't let the beginning of something hold you up. Once you do get started and you gather some, some momentum, momentum will be on your side. And remember, that feeling that you have of momentum, like, oh, okay, I'm on my way, I'm going, things are going well, I'm getting through this, I'm ticking off my to-do list and stuff's working really well, that feels like momentum, but really it's just a state of mind. And momentum is generated by what you do, not how you feel. So if you just get started, 
and keep going once you started, motivation won't be required because mo- it'll show up as you get going because momentum follows you starting. So once you get started, the momentum follows and then suddenly you have a bit of motivation. And what I found is just people just have it round the wrong way. Now, in the next podcast in this series of seven pillars to master your mind and go all in, we're going to be discussing process over outcome. And I'm going to give you some accountability tools and I'm going to share with you the goal setting techniques that are used by fighter pilots and military operators. And this will help you to gain incredible clarity. And when you couple that with your elite mindset and these philosophies around motivation and commitment, you're going to be absolutely unstoppable. Remember, you're going to need more than just your goals written down to achieve what it is that you're seeking. If you truly want to master your mind and go all in, you're going to need a level of attention to detail that you've just never found in your life before. The tools that I give you are simple to use and because they're so simple to use, they force you they force you to achieve what it is that you're seeking out of life. It's just it's just really simple to do. So make sure you take these tools and you apply them to your life. Of all the people that I've ever worked with, the folks that are the most successful are the ones that practice their fundamental drills several times a day. And they and in the process, they have a massive, massive focus on their attention to detail. They make sure that every time they, if I'm working with an athlete, they kick a ball. If it's a entrepreneur or writer, if they write a piece of content or they they practice a a basic drill, any drill that they do on a daily basis, what they're seeking when they're practicing those drills is perfection in the simplicity of the simple fundamental things. If it's not perfect, they practice it again and again. And if it is perfect, they still practice it again and again, realizing that there's no such thing as perfection every single time or maybe not even at all. They also realize that you can't get you, you can't get close enough to the perfection that you're seeking because the closer you are to perfection, the more skillful you become in any aspect of your life and it doesn't matter what it relates to. And that's related to motivation and commitment at its very very core. People who practice the drills that help them move closer to their goals every single day are the ones that are successful. And if you've long forgotten and long stopped practicing the fundamentals of your craft or whatever it is that you need to do to move yourself closer to your goals, get back on that horse and start practicing those drills again because this is the difference in the mindset between successful people and average people. Now, success is not found in one big thing. It's a combination of a thousand small things all culminating together at the right time. Remember, it's motivation that's getting you started and it's commitment and discipline that keeps you going. It's not just discipline that keeps you going. It's commitment to the cause and your why that is going to keep you going with the momentum that you create once you get started. Now, once you realize that the commitment to your cause is a daily decision, you'll find the attention to detail that you've been missing and you'll discover the excellence in all of those small things. And you'll realize the excellence in those small things is the excellence in all things because it's the combination of a thousand little things that go to making you successful. With a strong commitment and a massive why behind you, momentum will build in your mind and also 
in your physical world and you won't be dictated to by outside sources any longer. Now, I'm certain that you've seen people that seem to be unstoppable in their resolve and their results show up time after time. And that's a product of their daily motivation and commitment. And watching someone in their flow state should be all the reason that you need to discover your motivation and to uncover the world's biggest why for yourself and to master attention to detail like never before. Remember that confidence is not, it's not a feeling, it's an action. You don't feel confident, you act confident. And in order to build confidence, you need to take massive action. Commitment isn't about doing more, it's about becoming more. And once you make a decision to go all in and to commit, then you'll need to move to a phase of total immersion. So you've decided you're going to do something, you've got all the motivation, you've got the why, you're ready to go, you think you've got the discipline, 150% of your attention now needs to go into this new commitment that you've made to yourself. This is going to help you to build the momentum that you need. And once you're in motion, you'll stay in motion and you just, you just won't need to be motivated because momentum is what keeps you going and momentum is what will help you with your, with your commitment and with your discipline. And once you have that momentum, everything will come much easier to you. When you couple this with space repetition, meaning practicing your drills on a daily basis, a couple of times a day, whatever those drills are, you need to go back to practicing the fundamental drills. And you know what they are. You don't need me to tell that to you. You need to practice BFS and, and couple that with start, stop and continue. And you need some daily accountability. And I'm going to talk to you about that in upcoming e episodes as well, how you can hold yourself accountable using some really simple tools, some apps, using a battle buddy as well, all simple stuff. So when you couple all of these things together, what you'll do is you'll find yourself moving towards your targets faster than you ever thought possible and faster than you could without a simple plan and a simple strategy like the ones that I'm sharing with you here today. there you have it folks another episode complete so thanks for tuning in today and if you want to find out more and any of the detail about anything that i covered on the podcast today just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links are right there in the show notes for your convenience also if you've got a question a message or some feedback for the show you can reach out to me via the ama page and share your thoughts and questions and don't forget, you can ask my guests any questions you've got there as well. So if you've been listening to some back episodes and you've got some questions or some comments or some feedback, just pop on over to the AMA page and you can find the link right there in the show notes for you as well. Don't forget, you can get your free copy of my best-selling masterclass and that's worth $149 and I'm giving that to you for free. Just head on over to goalin.com.au forward slash referral to find out more. And that link is also right there in the show notes for you. Well, that wraps it up for the show today. So whatever it is that you're working on, whatever you're doing, get busy, get to it, and go all in. I'll see you next time. Ooh.